Oh, damn it. You're not going to get be able to... I'm, I can't focus now, <laughs> let alone... I took this picture myself, Jared. I was saying. I had to. Oh. God damn! Of course you didn't. With your effeminate little Peruvian wave. You never would notice. I got to give it to Kim Basinger, man. Seductive. That's really her. (laughs) I'm like, ooh. Hiro, you... uh, uh, What do you mean if that's really her? I don't think the technology was far enough along back then. I don't know, man. I mean, like, you know, the the, the editing. You don't know if there was a body double involved. Dude, that's her face. Uh, she was not known as the Meryl Streep of her time. I mean, she got her start for other gifts of God. Those were bountiful, wonderful, Immaculate. treasured gifts that she brought to the table. Why are you coming table? in here with your conspiracy theory shit? Can we just not have this? Please, <laughs> let's have this. 21 minutes and 55 seconds of the movie. I, I made sure to figure out exactly where it was. I didn't realize we were doing two tonight. I have to like remember what the hell this movie the was about. Final analysis from Jared. Out <laughs> the fucking watch. God. God damn! I couldn't. I couldn't concentrate on shit after that scene. I had the dream again. I've been treating this attractive, seductive young woman. One sister was a perfect puzzle. Everything goes up in flames. Waiting to be solved. I just can't seem to get off your couch, can I, Doctor Barr? You've got an older sister who just happens to be married. The other sister was a perfect lover. Do you think you can help us? Waiting to be seduced. He didn't sleep with her. There were a thousand reasons he shouldn't get involved. Doesn't feel right. Do you always try to talk yourself out of what you want? But he did. I'd stop seeing the girl like... I don't know if I can. Isaac, I'm married. Yeah. You try divorcing a Greek Orthodox gangster. I don't like people looking at my wife. Are you going to help me or not? I wish there was something we could do to help Heather. Anyone see you? I don't think so. Detective, you think it was me? Not you and me. What would you think? Why did you do it? This is crazy. Did you tell him? I didn't tell him anything. Richard Gere, Kim Basinger, Uma Thurman. Final analysis. So I uh, booked this film, which uh, get us some boring numbers if people really care about such things um which came let's see this came out uh the only open number third. i cared about was two <laughs> one and two uh, I'm, I'm sorry hey. i couldn't give you Jesus. both jared i gave you one but uh, it's a good shot yeah, maybe i should post fantastic. this to our sober cinema account with one perfect shot is, the, <laughs> is that the perfect <laughs> size right there yes yeah everything about it's perfect yeah <laughs> yes Come on, Hyro. I wish you'd stop with this Fox Mulder, I want to believe bullshit. Like, just stop. Stop asking questions. I say give it in. Is. No, I, I was I'm looking for opinion. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. This is uh, as close to Santa as real as adult men are going to get. Like, just enjoy Seductive, it. says Jared's background. I don't know where that review came from. Susan Granger. Good for Straight you, Straight out Susan. of my damn mouth for all I give a shit. <laughs> 
This is one of those, one of those. It, I, I, it like it takes you aback at like how out of control it is. Like, I mean, we see this kind of stuff in movies all the time, but it just throws you back. Like, ooh, I love damn, resting my chin right there. Right you, there don't, for the you, you don't get Kim. Alec Baldwin, Kim, you salty dog. Kim Basinger uh, level of uh, beauty plus nakedness. You don't. I mean, you get some no name Skinamax, you know, sex scene or whatever. But this, <laughs> this is coming after Batman. After mm-hmm. nine and a half weeks, I think was eighty six. Maybe maybe it was eighty seven. But I feel like it's closer to mid eighties. Um, is uh, that movie? Uh, does it have something worth watching? What which one? Nine and a half weeks. Uh, there's some food play. I feel some like little, no, but is there a little little Basinger uh, action here? Uh, I, I mean, it, for its time, it was like the Fifty Shades of Grey, but um, I think mm-hmm. more nudity because those those were the '80s and the early '90s. This you talked about the last episode, the peak, early '90s, probably the peak of movie star nudity, just gratuitous nudity. Actually, you know what? Shining through was not as good. Uh, because there was plenty of reasons to go more than side boob on that one. So, yeah, actually, I see why. Yeah, Amber for her to, it. like, uh, win her freedom or win the, <laughs> like, <laughs> seduce the Nazis. I was talking about consensual sex with very effeminate Michael Douglas, but you, you turned it into this, like. No, it could have been, like, with uh, with old Schindler. You know what old I mean? Old Schindler. Like, uh... oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With some food play, right? After she, she cooks the terrible meal and yeah. Yeah. All right. So final analysis. Uh open third in uh February seventh, nineteen ninety two, uh Medicine Man, which I just put in there as a possible maybe we should add this to the show uh type thing. Um, because it's ridiculous. Although I do think my initial inclination to go with a movie where Kim Basinger and Uma Thurman play uh sisters Sisters with um, mental health issues and <laughs> horish, horish tendencies, Say, I guess. Uh, Black Widow, um, you know, parts of their personality, sure. Um, they... I would be. Uh, <laughs> you, you want to talk about Elizabeth Shue for Kim Basinger? I would gladly drink myself to death. <laughs> she looks wow. in '92. So you're over saying over Elizabeth Shue? Hold on, let's pause. Let's pause here. Over Elizabeth Shue? Yeah. Jared's right. Yep. Jared's absolutely right. Yeah. Jared is absolutely incorrect. You are both incorrect. You're both wrong. You are wrong, sir. <laughs> you are choosing, we'll go to some NBA talk. You are bringing uh, Brad Miller to a Shaq titty fight. Is what you're doing for. <laughs> no, sir. Yes, you are. No, sir. I fucking love it, Brad Miller. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue is in, the, in, is in the LeBron range for me. Well, Basinger is MJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's the MJ here? Who, like, who's MJ? All time. Oh, what are we talking? What age range are we talking here? You're the one that the says, peak. like, you have to like frame their peak. Elizabeth Shue's peak uh, was not leaving Las Vegas. Certainly was not Trigger Effect. Uh, was it the late '80s? I and mean, what are we? What are we talking here? I, I mean, I would put her in in leaving Las Vegas. I mean, if we were just talking physicality, yeah, man, that's eight that's nope. stuff. Nope. Too skeezy for Mike. <laughs> yep. Class. That's where all it. fucking that's class where girl right next now. door meets. It's the crossroads of girl next door and filth. No. I want a woman who can't handle her alcohol at all. She's going to fuck or kill something. I, look, 
we can go back to uh, the one where Martin Lawrence is <laughs> like inside a woman. She starts talking about how she killed her ex-husband. I dug it. I liked it. So Kim Basinger oh, losing yeah. her ever fucking mind when she just takes a sip of, of wine. I saw that, you bastard. Don't look in his eyes. He'll burn your soul. Can't you smell it? Burning bodies everywhere. Burning flesh. Don't look at him. Don't. He'll burn you. Get away. Don't touch him. She's prone to this. This, this, I, you know, Jared said on the Cuffs episode that that's probably, in his estimation, going to be the worst thing we watch for the year, which you you did call out. It's the very first thing, and Jared's already <laughs> taking his shot. I'm going to take my yeah. shot. We won't see a better movie than this on our list. This was fantastic. It's everything I want from an early 90s movie. <laughs> everything. There, there won't be a better um, nude scene. I would put that for sure. Mm, I'd have to look at the list, because like Mike was saying, this is the era. Of uh, really good stuff. It's Kim Basinger and Kim Uma Basinger Thurman. Is like Together. Mount but Olympus. Uma Thurman doesn't show shit. So she talks shit, it's... though. And I liked it. For instance, eh, she has she? she has a line where she talks about having a surrogate penis gun. And the bullets are the semen. If I'm Richard Gere, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like... Taking a facial. I'm, I'm like, I'm, well, there's probably like a hamster involved or something <laughs> as well. But... Yeah, it's true. Come on, put some some respect on the man's name, man. It's a gerbil. That that is something you would respect. I can see how because you gotta have the there. tail to pull back. I hope Webb has provided some letterbox reviews for us so we can get back to talking about <laughs> Uma say... Thurman talking nasty, and then you derail us with this. When it comes to films, there are critic reviews, there are user reviews, and then there's letterbox. Final analysis. Yo, there's a running theme with Kim Basinger characters in the sauce. Someone should look into this. Review by Hyro. Two and a half stars. A little sleepy and stiff in parts, and it's a tad bit long. But I like gear in this genre, and Basinger is certainly bringing it. Love to see an early Uma Thurman performance. Also, I really just love movies like this where Gear's character is abominable at his job. Like, hilariously bad. Review by Damien Oakes. Three stars. I don't think my three stars accurately reflects how much I was into every moment of this. Review by L. Scott Jose. Three and a half stars. I remember trying to wade through this mire after having been knocked out by what Phil Joanu did with State of Grace, back when we all used to get a thrill from whenever Oldman appeared on screen. But this very 90s shot golden noir has all the appeal of a glassy-eyed gear gaze off into the middle distance. Very flat, with Eric Roberts bringing the only necessary thuggish energy to the flick. Review by Mike Willits Two stars. Eric Roberts licks the end of his non-filtered cigarettes before lighting them. That's not something they teach you in acting school. That's, that's something the greats discover on their own. 
That's the kind of energy he was bringing to every scene in this banger. Review by Ron Williams. Three stars. Uh, fundamentally, do not buy Richard Gere as a psychoanalyst. Review by Emily. Two stars. This movie should have ended three times before it actually ended. Other thoughts. Number one. Eric Roberts was a snack. Also, has he ever played a good guy in his career? Number two. Two words. Pathological intoxication. Review by Eve. Two and a half stars. I swear, I've seen this story 300 times. It hits every expected beat with its extremely on-the-nose foreshadowing. Guys, it's raining a lot. That means it's a noir. Way too long and not enough Eric Roberts. Review by 1519. Two stars. Eight minutes in, and we've not even touched on what the movie's about. <laughs> What's it about, Jared? Give us the IMDb summary. Hold on one second. Let me scroll back. Yeah, up. you're riveted by the penis gun and the semen bullets. Whatever, dude. I'm too old. A psychiatrist becomes <laughs> too old for semen. Wait a minute, you didn't finish that thought. I'm too old to care. Whatever crazy shit she's into. She talks about her gun as her penis. Whatever. A psychiatrist becomes romantically involved with the sister of one of his patients, but the influence of her controlling gangster husband threatens to destroy them both. Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts is in this. Goddamn sleaze master Eric Roberts. Jesus Christ. No cornrows, but pretty fantastic. Richard Gere, Kim Basinger, and Eric Roberts. Like, this is a lot of hair on the screen. Great fucking hair on screen. Uma Thurman is definitely outclassed in that regard. Thick. She gets it together by the end, though. She looks. Um, she starts talking about having extensions and shit. Like she, she comes into her being beside '90s Kim Basinger, though. I mean, it's a tough sell. It's, it's a tough act. To '90s Richard Gere. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's he's a good looking dude too. So I mean, it's it's it's. Wait, let's get it to Hyro territory. <laughs> Richard Gere or Eric Roberts? Ooh, Eric Roberts was clearly working out in this. Let's start there. It ends up being a mistake keeping the keeping the weights yeah, around in the bathroom weight. area. Yeah. <laughs> keeping, yeah. keeping the weights around the head level. <laughs> but, but Richard Gere will you know allow you for some therapy in the middle of the night. You know, is that how it it's done in the old uh, emergency session <laughs> psychoanalysis uh, craft? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first, last, who knows, edition of. On the couch with Dave, Mike has asked me to give my reaction to simply a trailer for a movie called Final Analysis with Richard Gere as a terrible, terrible analyst or therapist. This is the problem with having a mental health background and watching really any movie. You're going to see horrific examples of bad therapists because good therapy is not cinematic and not exciting. So basically in this trailer, we find out that Richard Gere as a therapist is having sex with everyone? Two sisters, maybe? Um, you have one sister who is his patient, uh, played by Uma Thurman, and then you have another who who's his sister, uh, played by Kim Basinger, and they clearly have a sexual relationship. And 
in therapy, um, we have something called dual relationships. And they're bad. You don't want dual relationships. And this could be any level of different things. So if I had a patient and I found out that I knew his cousin or his brother or his best friend um, or we ended up actually working for the same company or we just had a lot of friends in common, that would be a problem. It would be a dual relationship. I have a personal relationship with him and a professional relationship with him. This is why you should not and cannot get therapy from your partner or from your father or your cousin or your sister, anyone or a friend, anyone, because it creates an unnatural power dynamic. A therapist by nature has power in the situation and the client does not. Uh, the client doesn't usually get to know personal details about the clinician, but the clinician gets to hear and know everything about that person. So there's automatically a power dynamic. So you cannot have a dual relationship and have this work. Because imagine if I knew all of your secrets and then I was your coworker and then I could tell your boss or tell our other coworkers and gossip about you, it'd be bad, right? This is even worse when you bring in a sexual relationship, um, whether it be a prior sexual relationship or you start off with this power dynamic and have a sexual relationship. It ends really, really badly. Years and years and years ago, there were many, many romantic relationships that started between counselors and clients. That's the reason it is in our ethics code now, because this was happening all the time. Usually, because back then, most clinicians were male. That's since changed a lot. Uh, but it used to be kind of, you know, the creepy old clinician and these young women who were in therapy and having some severe mental and emotional issues. And in some cases, these men would prey on them and it would be super, super unhealthy. So the, um, the association, in order to kind of deal with this problem, basically just said, nope, we're not doing that anymore. And you have to, if you want a relationship, you have to wait, like, I think it's like six years. You have to wait a long time to start the relationship. It's this whole idea of like, if this is a relationship you want to pursue, you can't still have this professional relationship with them. So yeah, a lot, a lot of red flags in the trailer for final analysis. And this is before all the violence and the possibly murder happened. I haven't seen the movie, so this is just a trailer reaction. The thing that's most concerning to me is how Richard Gere's character, with his beady little eyes, uh, is not listening to anyone. Um, even in the trailer, there are people telling him, like, uh, not okay. You should stop seeing this woman, and oh, I don't know if I can. It's so dramatic, and of course, this works in a cinematic way. This works for a movie, but I watch this, and even though I see the allure of Kim Basinger and the allure of Richard Gere, I watch this as a therapist, and I'm just cringing so, so hard, right? I mean, he even introduces the idea of this woman as this very attractive, very seductive woman, right? And this is something, actually, as a therapist, you have to look out for. People who are seductive and people who are someone you're immediately attracted to, whether physically or just emotionally, is usually a sign of a personality disorder. You can just kind of feel it when you get in the room. So with all the violent imagery that is later on in this trailer, I have deep, deep concerns about Uma Thurman and Kim Basinger. 
So yeah, so those are my general thoughts on the trailer. It looks like a very exciting movie and a really, really terrible therapist, but movies are rife with terrible therapists. I swear to God, this is not what therapy is like. If you see a therapist and it's anything like what you see in the movies, run. We have a couple therapist buddies, so let's mention them. Uh, Dave uh, from Offscreen Death and some other show he does with Derek. Uh, who I just asked from a grand gesture because who needs the other one? Which of the two do you think fall for the 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 whims of these beautiful blondes like Richard Gere does? Do you think both? I'm sure on a real note both, but I don't know if they're old enough for Derek. Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, the only question for you is yes, yes, absolutely. They cross yeah. that ethical boundary. <laughs> You'd be crazy not to. Like, on the one hand, I said during the movie, like, you're a real sleazeball for fucking your client's sister. But then I was like, it's Kim Basinger, you idiot. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Why does he not think of both? Both are presented to him. I do group sessions if you'd like to come He's over crossed one line. Why? Cross the, my biggest problem. Hiro, you've seen enough of these types. So of you're movies. saying he's got, like, pocket eights at the blackjack table and just go ahead and split and go all yes. in? Yes. Um, okay. Look, too, sure. <laughs> look, it always kills me in these type of movies. Now, this one was too much fun. And, the, you know, <laughs> the, the fantastical premise here of these two blondes was just, it was overwhelming to me. I, I could not say a, a bad word about it. But the guy that's, in this instance, he, he's used. He's professionally used um, in the crime to kill Eric Roberts with his... You know, snake oil salesman, uh, mental health issues that we all have to listen about now. Uh, but all that really happened was he got to fuck Kim Basinger. And that's it. As long as he doesn't pursue it further, it's not like he's professionally uh, ruined. But he's hooked. I mean, he's like hook, line, and sinker. Once, And he's like, he's, he's going like balls deep into, oh, I'll help you. I'll help you get you out. I'll do whatever I can for a, a second helping to that slice. Is it male ego here, though? Like, why does he Why does he get so fucking butthurt? You've got her boob on the screen, brother. <laughs> yes. Like, you have the answer. Right no, 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 no. You're, mis you're misunderstanding me. When he finds out that he's been used, after he's fucked her, why does he, he turn that down? Why does he turn, why does he decide, I want to be on her bad side? What what what, what has really happened? Along to him? With it and take oh, the you money saying keep, and... he, why doesn't he just keep going? Long, he's the only one that knows at that yeah. point. So he's gotcha, not professionally gotcha, okay. ruined. Why does he turn Look, down? English this... is not my first language. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes as, as we've established, it's it's that Seinfeld clip to bring it back to white people shit, where uh, the episode where Jerry is advised by George that an easy way to break up with his girlfriend and switch to the roommate is to suggest to his girlfriend that he would like to have a threesome. And uh, his girlfriend would be so offended, but the roommate would be so um, possibly titillated by this, so complimented that he'd be able to make the switch. Of course, it being a sitcom, the girlfriend is like, ooh, that's a fascinating idea. I think I'd be into that. Jerry doesn't want to do it. George loses his ever loving mind in that episode, saying it's like <laughs> discovering plutonium by accident. That was me watching Richard Gere find out, like, oh, Kim Basinger just fucked me, and she's going to be free. Her husband's out of the picture, who threatened me. Hiro, you put in the notes that this guy knows he's a gangster, and Richard Gere goes in and starts talking shit to him. That guy's yeah. out of the picture yeah. now. What? That's crazy that he does that. Why do you give what? a shit that she lied to you? Was that a look? Were you giving me a look in there? No, no, I wasn't looking at you. 
No? I was looking at your wife. I don't like people looking at my wife. And I certainly don't like being looked at. You understand? Now you know dicks over at justice. Either hand down an indictment or stay off my ass. Because if I catch you even glancing my way again, you'll lose your fucking eyeballs. That'll solve your legal problems. Maybe not. Maybe not. Why Why do you want to knock over the house of cards like, oh, you got me, girl. Kim Basinger fucked me and really <laughs> screwed with me. Like, you got me they, good, baby. You, you're free they, to get me anytime you want to. <laughs> Jared, they double down. You know how I feel about Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. He's pissed at Kim Basinger for, for fibbing to him. Mm-hmm. Then he convinces Uma Thurman to throw in with him, and they'll keep Kim Basinger in this. Betrays the sister. What is a what did Sling Blade call it? She's in the nervous hospital for good. (laughs) And Uma Thurman's what she wants is to fuck him. Now she wants the sister out of the way. And what does he do? He goes to dinner with her and says, "Ah, thanks for your help, but no thanks." I have an ethical conscience now. (laughs) Not before, but now I do. My head was about to explode with this. I wanted this character to die. I wanted very bad <laughs> things to happen to Richard Gere. I'm surprised Gere. that you have a positive thing to say about it because I can imagine it's... the the way you went off on her and not sleeping with Olivia Wilde. Like <laughs> now you're like that you would have you would have tackled because I'm Gere I'm rooting for the wrong person, Jared. <laughs> it's, it's 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 such a fantasy. I've thought wow. every day since it. So we we did Shining Through, and I'm like, what is this about? Schindler's a Nazi this time? Well, okay, there's uh, Melanie Griffith, side boob. Yeah, got it. This one I've thought about every day, like almost every waking moment of my time at work. Final really? analysis has haunted my dreams. <laughs> I've thought there's not, a luckier, there's not a luckier son of a bitch on the planet than this fucking character played by Richard Gere, who has this bullshit profession where he comes in and says, she's kooky, she's not, and everyone wants to fuck him. Everyone. And he can't be bothered. If you lie to me, it's like a, a a parent that wants to scold you over chores or something. And look, as Hiro tested, look what's behind me. Who gives a shit? I don't. I don't care <laughs> if she brained fifteen men that night. I do not care. Let's <laughs> say for everybody, Kim Basinger bludgeons a so dude to death. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I can look it's past not me. it. <laughs> Just don't hit me, baby. <laughs> My, Mike's taking the sloppy seconds. Like, what's his name? If it's sloppy seconds. Or sloppy whatever. I don't give a shit. Or move on to the sister, Hyro. You know, if you're if you're no, too I mean, vanilla like for comes, this, she whatever. Goes and, uh, well, I mean, you're gonna have to be eating some fucking uh, some raw oyster there, man. If you're you know coming in after uh, Richard Gere. I am she Richard goes, Gere in the okay, scenario. She... How are you losing the, the thread here? This is a dream, <laughs> and he threw it away. She goes. She goes straight from Richard Gear to what's his name? I mean, to Poundtown. Like, there's uh, some cleaning up that needs to be done. Are you talking about Eric Roberts' concerns? Yeah, because his concerns and his plight are not mine in this situation. I've never he's worried dead. About anything like that? If it's somebody that looks like Kim Basinger, <laughs> she can fuck whoever the fuck she wants to any other day. If she, as long as she fucks me, I don't give a shit. I don't gotta have some. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. So you're, you're down with that? Like, I don't want to hear it from Hyro. You were just pausing. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue, the fucking prostitute, 
The skanked out prostitute from leaving Las Vegas no, no, no. was better I than just, this. How she looked, not we're not her mm-hmm. business affairs. Mm-hmm. I am not mm-hmm. into the her. This her, is classy. Uh, how she makes having sex with nope. Eric Robertson and killing him. Classy. Can I go back to Jerry where he said he was okay with like 10 gallons of whatever being all over him while he's uh, just to get a shot at uh, Kim Basinger? Well, obviously, Hiro, I don't want to have to explain it out to you that I would prefer <laughs> she take a shower. <laughs> I thought, thought that would be implicit. <laughs> if she's soaked in semen, then yes, I might have a few issues. <laughs> she shows up after a Bukaki session. Yeah, and, and, and yeah damn, dude. Like, make it out with why her. Do you, why do you ruin... These, like, incredibly pleasant things. Beautiful things. I say. Well, it looks like On the Couch with Dave is back for another session, and quickly. I'm here to talk about something very serious and very concerning in one of the hosts of this particular show. Hiro talks a lot about cuckolding. Like, a lot. Keeps coming up. He keeps joking about it. It's like... He keeps bringing up Jason Clark a lot. I, if I were his counselor, would be really concerned. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we use humor. There are three main theories of how we use humor psychologically. The first is relief theory. This is the idea that humor just relieves tension. But what would Hyro be tense about when it comes to cuckolding? That definitely makes me wonder. The second theory is called the superiority theory, and it focuses on our interpersonal motivational mechanisms. So basically, humor results as a function to raise our self-esteem. So maybe Hiro feels a little bad about himself, and he's trying to bring himself up by mocking people like Jason Clark, like cuckolds. And then there's incongruity theory, which focuses on the cognitive mechanisms of perception and interpretation. Okay, so basically, laughter is a function of anticipating a different outcome than what we expected. So there's a lot of defensiveness going on. It's really interesting because a lot of this cuckold stuff, I think it started when he was regularly producing good episodes of... The True Bromance podcast. It uh, It's up to you whether you think they're still doing that or not. At least they're back to producing at all. But it seems to come up a lot when he is challenged on a show like Sober Cinema. When he's got two other men in the room instead of just one. And it seems to pop up for him a lot. And sometimes he's entertained by it. And sometimes he just feels intrigued by it. And this is just me as a listener and someone with a little bit of a mental health background. And I'm wondering how much of this is reality and how much of this is fantasy. Like when I have a patient who constantly jokes about the same things, a lot of times I'll just call him on it and be like, hey, if he was my my client, I'll be, Hiro, you bring this up a lot. And this is a safe, safe place. Is there anything you want to tell us? Is this something you've experienced? Is this a is this a is this a painful memory for you? Or on the flip side, is this something you want to experience? And there's no shame here. There's no kink shaming. There's plenty of people who are into cuckolding. And as long as it's between consenting adults, it's totally fine. 
So Hiro, all I want to say to you is really, I want you to reach out. I want you to get some help. Because this keeps coming up, and the more it comes up, the more you use humor to deflect and to bring up your own self-esteem versus actually dealing with what's going on, the more worried we as your friends become. So please, talk about what's actually happening. You don't have to keep leaning on this as a quote-unquote joke. Let's just really, really get real with what's going on. Uh, he, the man said it, and I wanted clarification. I need to, there, these these things ground. need clarification. He says, I don't care where she's been or who she's done. She can fuck as long as she does it with me. Okay. She fucks me and she's clean. I'll, I'll add that asterisk on the end. Take a shower first. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know. I just don't have that. Like, we have a buddy that, that was like that where he would, like, <laughs> he would cheat on his girlfriends and then be mad if they had the gall to sleep with somebody else. Like, how dare you cheat on me? <laughs> like, dude, where have you been for the last week or two? I'm just thinking of the cleanliness of it. God damn it. If why, semen why? touches our skin, it's ruined. <laughs> It doesn't seep in. Well, no, I just don't want it on. Like, I just... Why is this a, a CSI episode? Oh, oh, this is this is an early '90s erotic thriller. <laughs> I, Jesus, I have, a, I have like this mental picture of like Jared running a black light over Kim Basinger. Sure, it's good. Just take a shot no, that would be you. Jared, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> Ruined. Look, I, I don't think Son. you guys understand that I'm projecting here. I'm projecting. God damn, you straight out of the fucking Crucible casting here with your slut shaming left and right. Just be. Just be happy we're there. Just be happy you opened for Nirvana that one time. That's it. No, no reasonable human being is going to show up with semen dripping off of them like, I'm ready for you. Like, Well, it's one thing to, to open for Nirvana. It's another thing to close for Gore. You know what I mean? It's just a... You are daring to compare Kim Basinger here to fucking Gore. <laughs> and the film provides you with the virginal fucked up younger sister. If you, you know, if you can't hang with Kim Basinger, there you go, buddy. That's more your speed. As far as I can tell, she's only been touched by <laughs> Paul Guilfoyle's mind. He's mentioned it five or six times in the movie. I think you picked the wrong sister. I think the 21-year-old is the one I'd go with. <laughs> <laughs> that, I expected Hiro to side more with that character. Go young, son. Go much younger. <laughs> yeah. You got her in the stable a little longer. The, the movie, uh, I mean, we've ruined it, of course. No one would have any interest in this it's, thing. That's it's very titillating. It's It's... It's silly, the the chase but... over the like dumbbell, the uh, like this this weird game of clue. So stupid. Kim Basinger, uh, as much as I admire a lot of her attributes, she <laughs> once she commits one perfect murder, the second and thirds, they're she's not even trying to hide what she's doing. She Pretty just sloppy, yeah. Uh, not sloppy like what Hiro's saying, but I'm just you know mm-hmm. in execution, mm-hmm. in execution. Jared's on on my team now. She's sloppy. <laughs> this has been, we have talked absolutely two minutes about the movie. Mm-hmm. 18 minutes about semen and titties. <laughs> Hiro in the show document put uh, that there's some goopy after party stuff in there. And there he's talking about Kim Basinger. Well, on his mind, <laughs> man. On his mind constantly. He Where said, again. well, you got to, do you want to finish your thoughts? Of it? Yes. You want to finish it? Or? Go ahead. His quote from Hiro, uh, English is not his Mm. first language. Uh, (laughs) What would Tangible Teddy think about this? Is he okay with swimming in the Nickelodeon slime pool? I love that Teddy is brought up because he loves that that's story. He He laughs so hard every time the drizzle is brought up. (laughs) 
<laughs> so does his wife. <laughs> I'm just curious, you know, from the experts. I want to know. He did agree to come on to the uh, Basic Instinct episode because I wanted to get him for nice. a, you know a sexual thriller, and then we'll yeah that may be the, where we retire it because we can interrogate him thoroughly when he comes on the show. <laughs> First um, question: Did you masturbate before you? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get through this half-hour podcast? Are you can, good? Can Are you going to get the shakes? Away, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Iroh, were you offended by this uh, completely made-up bullshit uh, thing that I thought was very cuffs-like as far as Christian Slater inheriting like a police district um, where Kim Basinger like loses her mind after a sip of alcohol, which they, you know, thankfully they do reveal to be pretty much bullshit that she's just play-acting, but... Did you find that offensive as a, a notorious alcoholic, that that was a uh, sort of plot mechanic? It's mentioned in your notes. Uh, That's why I'm bringing it up. Look, you're the expert witness. We're just, you know. Wait, I wrote that somewhere? Your quote, <laughs> she goes bonkers after two sips of alcohol. You didn't have any commentary. You just wanted that on the record. So I assumed you were offended. <laughs> no, I mean, no, uh, I thought it was just a funny clip of I've never seen anything like this in my life. Would that uh, be the point and- where you would pull back from her? If you're Richard no. Gere, no? It's when, like, stuff tripped out of her. That's where But that's the out. husband's problem. That's not yours. You you were Richard Gere here. But she's flipping out on the husband. Right. We don't we don't care about what happens to him. What Richard if... Gere doesn't get this treatment. Right. That, see, that's that's, that's, good that's mine and Jared's point of view here. We are, we are... What you're saying, I, is this the point where I would bow out if I'm Richard Gere? It never happens to Richard Gere. If you are aware, because he does have to somewhat buy into the fact that she has a drop of alcohol that she goes, she loses her mind. Well, that's if you believe the psychoanalysis stuff is real. do we believe that he believes that? Or is he playing along just because he wants to fuck her? Because he acts all butthurt when he finds out it's all a ruse later on. Yeah, I think he believes, honestly. At least in the beginning. You made a mockery of my profession after fucking me multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. I say, I don't give no shits. <laughs> Make There's my something. Hiro's notes actually are very uh, helpful this time around. He's got clips. But uh, in keeping with our 1992 year of strange things in San Francisco, shout out to, to Dave and his bullshit profession. Um, <laughs> the the hero is able to hail a uh, an ambulance. As a taxi cab oh, in this yeah. for the, for oh, the big yeah. chase yeah. finale. That's a good idea. Taxpayers' dollars for Richard Gere to go yeah. chase down his uh, crazy slut with a with a dumbbell. Twenty. Yeah, man, I saw that. And I thought, why don't more people do this? Twenty bucks. You comfortable taking ramps and making jumps in your ambulance to get me to the to the pier? <laughs> in fucking Ecto One. Goddamn, this movie's perfect. I mean, I will not. I will not see a more fun movie than this. I wish I had purchased this. And I, I love that I watched it on Cinemax. This should be on Cinemax. They should own the rights to this say, in this perpetuity. Is, uh, Fantastic. Hall of Fame. <laughs> Goddamn. So good. Even with all of Hyro's goop and Nickelodeon slime clips or whatever he's got going on here, it's it's great. How, how did you not love this, Hyro? I really enjoyed myself. I think I give it a good rating on Letterboxd. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I. I thought it was fine. It was Are just, you insulted that was, I've got you like backpedaling because of my enthusiasm? That I I want this no. scene as the greatest thing that happened in Notch Night Two. It's definitely the greatest thing that happened to sober cinema, other than me showing up. Yeah, but you ruined this. 
You made this all dirty and unseemly. <laughs> You're so concerned about talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no semen in this. In the, There's no Cameron Diaz hair moment. The way that I ruined this, I uplift a few things. You know, like bare naked boys. Let's bring it back to that. So as long as there's child rape, you're <laughs> you're the guy. I that really show up. Bring off sleepers. the bitch. <laughs> the scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> but consens- consensual sex with hot blondes, we need to bring that down to the level of child rape. That's what I'm, I'm gathering from you. I really... I'm surprised you that you didn't like key off on one of my other notes. Where uh, Uma Thurman is sitting there talking about how she was the ugly caterpillar yeah, to the yeah. to the whatever. Right there, I'm just off. You're putting me on my heels. Well, okay. Um, I do remember that uh, having an argument around the Kill Bill time period in my hometown with uh, with a, a lady that we all know. And, uh, you know, she doesn't really have any funny stories. But she thought that Uma Thurman was hideous. And I actually met a few women who thought Uma Thurman was incredibly weird looking. And she is a little offbeat um, with her eyes. I mean, but there were some women that thought she was disgusting and hideous. And that was Kill Bill. That's probably her most successful, like, leading role as, you know, a badass. Are these women overweight? <laughs> no, no. Wait, that's that's your women barometer? Ugly in their own right. I do know. I'm so glad you tried to program fried green tomatoes, which I think was uh, above. Uh, no, it was right beneath um, final analysis for this particular weekend, although it was in its seventh week of release. And uh, I didn't put it on here as a technicality because that's technically the previous year. It's just one of those things that slowly mm. got released. Um, I would like to know if you would have attacked um, <laughs> Kathy Bates with her her self-motivation she has to get her her life together because the first thing i say is hey these women thought women was ugly and you're like oh they must be fat then right <laughs> <laughs> we learned nothing on the case. <laughs> we learned nothing from I, our I, truth so about i have, cats to, and like, dogs I have to get some clarification <laughs> when you say attack you say in a mean-spirited way or they said she was ugly a, i mean that's i mean i thought you meant like in a jared dotson there's meat in front of you way Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like, I just don't know because for Kathy Bates, you know, in About Schmidt, I'm like, yeah, man, let's party. But with Kim Basinger, you're worried about how much semen is on her at the time. There's right? a hot tub in, in About Schmidt. Where there's, I see. I see. There's No, it's Kathy Bates. That's what you're not saying. You think that her her, her body, as much of it as there is, is fucking pristine because there's not been Richard Gere and Eric, Eric Roberts around. I... Kim Basinger, though. I'm not I like to hit the heavy bag from time to time. Contagion. Getting attacked Outbreak. by somebody that was self-admitted part of the Don Johnson Ding Dong Club. <laughs> <laughs> Attacking meat. <laughs> Choose your words carefully. <laughs> pulling out the tail and Richard Gere's asshole. There's a lot of imagery going on with Hyro. We need some bare chested boys back on this show. What is next? What, what can I do to save this for Hyro? Uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Oh, no. Ugh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I did throw uh, out Medicine Man. 
as well. But uh, yeah, fine. <laughs>